Joining me in the studio, Jamie Allen is here. He is blurring the lines between magic and technology, performing and designing incredible modern illusions with iPads and holograms and laser beams and all sorts of things. He's got a residency at the Harris Theater coming up a little later in December, but he's bringing the magic to Vocalo today. Jamie Allen, all the way from the UK, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I mean, um, it's historically known that black people love magic. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if you know that well, about I hope us. That's true today, then. <laughs> uh, tell us. Let's let's get in the wayback machine. Kids love magic. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of kids our age back in the day would get like magic sets for Christmas or their birthdays or anything like that. What sparked your love of the craft? And and when did you figure out that you could do this for a living? <laughs> well, most people, um, most magicians will tell you they started with a magic set, and I kind of did. It was important to me, but it was I started because I saw a magician. Mm. Um, my parents were in show business. My mom was a singer. My father was a songwriter. So I'm the only magician. But it was never unusual for me to think about uh, being in show business for a living. That was just kind of accepted. That's what people did. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You, you're yeah. no stranger to the stage. Yeah. But when when I had to go to school when I was five, they had to stop touring. So they wanted to stay in the business. And they said, we've got to settle down and so that Jamie can have a, a normal life now. <laughs> and they did the best that they could. And they bought a pub. They, um, As you do. Yeah, and they converted part of it into a little theatre. And I saw a magician there who did an amazing trick when I was when I was five. It was like real magic. You know when you yeah. were five, when you remember when you were a kid and it was absolute real. So I, um, this guy, he made a lady float yeah. um, on the back of two chairs. And it was an incredible trick. And I said to my dad afterwards, how can that be done? Yeah. And my dad, rather than give the fatherly <laughs> answer, which should be, it's magic. <laughs> my dad just proceeded to tell me exactly how the trick worked. Thanks, Mr. Allen. Yeah, and I was fascinated. I was absolutely fascinated by it. So I got a magic set that Christmas, and um, that kick-started it all. I did my first show when I was eight, and I, I've never done anything else. That's amazing. And this is, you know... When I, I remember being a child watching David Copperfield on television. Me too. And like the Statue of Liberty disappearing yeah. and then looking in my basement for the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah, I love David Copperfield. And it was it was it really felt real. And now in, in the twenty first century we we have the advantage of, of technology uh, to assist us in, in yeah, this sort absolutely. of thing. When did you decide that technology would be kind of the vehicle for your magic? It sort of happened generically because I was interested in it. Mm -hmm. And I did it because I think magic is more impressive when you do it with things that people associate with. So in the 1800s, a magician may have pulled a rabbit out of a top hat. But why? Because people in the audience were wearing top hats. Mm -hmm. So at the time, that was a relevant trick. Um, nowadays, that's it feels very very historic and yeah. like that whereas everybody's carrying a cell phone in their pocket so why not do a magic trick with a cell phone yeah um that's that's how it kind of started and it just became a theme because we designed so many things that were like it and i was fascinated with technology so we use all kinds of video mapping laser mapping laser technologies hologram technology um and things in the show to really update classic magic tricks and bring them forward for a new generation also we create a a bunch of our own as well. You mentioned designing uh, things like this. This is hard work. This is art. This is a craft. And you've worked with folks like Sting and Billy Ocean and Jules Holland, who has my dream job, by the yeah. way. <laughs> what are people looking for when they come to you for work like that? Well, all of those sorts of things happen 
very generically. Usually they're looking for spectacle within a show or something to happen. It's it, Usually when you're designing something for a, an artist, it tends not to come across as a magic trick, more as a visual effect that their visual effects people have no idea how to do. Ah. And then it, it just comes across as magical and it's like a wow factor. Um, we did a, a lot of stuff with lasers for those guys, um, and uh, we've I, I've supplied various levitation illusions and hologram illusions and things that are involved around the technology um, in the past. Mm -hmm. I always like that because my my favourite thing about the business is actually trying to create something new. Yeah. Um, and once it's done and it's over, I've I've very little interest in churning this same thing out for years and years and years because you get to a point you get on the stage and you think. I want it to be fresh for me and for the audience because then it feels real and it's in the moment. So yeah. there's always something new going into the show. This Christmas is exactly the same. There's uh, two new routines that we've never done before that will be in at, at Christmas, and that's really exciting. The Real Life Mr. Magic in the studio with me today. I'm Jill Hopkins. Jamie Allen is here. His uh, magical residency at the Harris Theatre in Millennium Park starts December 22nd and runs through the 30th. Visit harristheatre.org for showtimes and ticket info. And Jamie... First of all, thank you for waking up early and joining us today. I'm so jet-lagged, it was not a problem. I've, <laughs> You've just I've, been up. I'm up at 1, 2 in the morning. <laughs> well, I hope that you are, are full of energy because we would love it if you could uh, perform an illusion for us today. So that's always the challenge, isn't it? When you come onto radio, how do you do something? So we're going to do something that's simple, that involves technology, but I thought I'd do something today I haven't done on any of the stations since we've been out here. I'm going to show you a trick that uses tech, Yay. and then I'm going to kind of explain how I did it. Ooh. Now, and why would I do that, you're asking? Why would I do that? Well, because this trick illustrates a good point that I think the trick is slightly more impressive when you understand part of how it works. Oh. And maybe the trick is, and you'll see why. I'm going to try something with, with an iPhone, which we're leaving here on the side. <laughs> and um, I want you to imagine that we've taken a, a deck of playing cards and we've split them up into all of the picture cards and all of the number cards. And for this, we're going to have one of those piles each. So which one do you find more interesting, the picture cards or the number cards? I'll take the number cards. Okay, so that's going to leave you with all the numbers, and that's going to leave me here with all these picture cards. And I've got all the jacks, queens, and kings, and I want you to imagine for me that we've split them up into three piles, the jacks, queens, and kings. Now, whichever one you choose for me, that's the one that we're going to use. Would you like it to be a black card or a red card? Oh, always bet on black, baby. Okay. And would you like it to so would you like it to be a, a spade or a club based on that? I'm gonna go with a club. Okay. So do you want my card to be the Jack, Queen, or King of Clubs? Jack of Clubs. The Jack of Clubs. Now look, um I want you to watch the iPhone screen. So it's the Jack of Clubs yes. that we've ended up with. Watch the iPhone screen, you see, as I kind of rub this lock screen away, Shut you can up. see that hiding <laughs> under the lock screen of the phone is the jack of clubs, and it's kind of rubbing away. Now, that's cool, but is it is it a magic trick, you know? It, it, it seems like a magic trick because it uses a playing card, but it's not. Do you know how it's done? It's no, awesome. tell us. It's, it's voice recognition. What? So, so I've reprogrammed the phone so that it hears us talking, hears yeah. us decide on the jack of clubs, and without me doing anything, it literally just changes the card. That's crazy. So that's... You know, that's not really a, a, a magic trick as such. But the interesting thing is that before I, I came out today, I was thinking I want to do something on the show, but what can I do that's, you know, that's going to come across on the radio? And I took um, one card out of the deck of cards and I, I put it inside this envelope here. It was the only one. And the card that I put in there... Shut up. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Bye. See you later. I'm out. See you, dog out. <laughs> 
don't, I don't even know what's going on right now. I, I hate you. This is the devil. Obviously, the work of the devil. <laughs> and I'm an atheist. <laughs> That is insane. Um, oh my gosh, Jamie Allen. Uh, I'm I'm all I'm all crazy with magic right now. Jamie Allen is the man. Uh please go see him at the Harris Theater if you are interested in being amazed. Thank you so so much for joining oh, us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been nice to come down here. It's a, it's a really chilled show. What a great what a great atmosphere you guys have. The Harris <laughs> Theater is at harristheater.org for showtimes and ticket information and you can visit magicjamie.com for more from this very tricky man, sir. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Yay. Oh, when you go back to the UK, will you tell them that Americans are okay sometimes? I always tell them <laughs> they're okay. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that.